0: I love DeLuca. Did, did I ever mention that?
1: I would toad swim in Jello. Eraser, Eraser Room! room.
0: Whoa, welcome whoo, whoo. back, Eraser Room. We've missed you. We have missed you so much. Hello and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I am Aliza Aura.
1: And I'm Lorena Rose.
0: We're here to talk about every episode of the 1999 WB series Roswell, one episode at a time and spoiler free. Today we're discussing season two, episode 16, Heart of Mine.
1: According to the IMDb description, this is the one where the prom is approaching fast and our Roswellian friends are extremely excited, each looking forward to it for different reasons. Liz is going to ask Max to go with her, but her night ends up very differently to the way she hoped it would. Maria wants Michael to go with her, but suspects he's having an affair. Kyle finally decides to tell Tess how he feels about her, only to discover that he was confused about his own feelings. Isabel finally, quote, Sees Alex. <laughs>
0: That's one way of saying it. Yeah, sees him. Doesn't listen to him or respect his wishes. You know.
1: You know, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Yep. And this episode originally aired on April sixteenth, two thousand and one. It was written by Jason Cadams, um, the showrunner, and was directed by Lawrence Trilling. Uh, who has, I believe this is the only episode of Roswell he directed, but he has produced, executive produced, and directed for a variety of shows I've actually seen. So I'm going to list them Whoa. off. I have okay. seen the WB's Felicity. I have seen Alias with a very young Jennifer Garner. Mm, so I good. have seen Pushing Daisies. Mm-hmm. A show that he worked a lot on that I have not seen is Parenthood, but I hear it's good. So maybe oh, I'll Also a Jason Tatum's show. That's right, it is. Mm-hmm. And then guest stars for this episode, uh, Juanita, the dance instructor, is played by, I don't know if it's Mia or Maya, I don't know the pronunciation, uh, Mia Michaels. And I had to note her because even though she has no lines and we only see a little flash of her, Eliza, she was in an episode of ER.
0: Of course she was! <laughs> 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 the like second you said my name, I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be ER.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It was an episode called First Snowfall. I don't know if that rings a bell of what episode it is.
0: Yeah, I don't know. There are many, many episodes of ER. (laughs) But it's funny because, you know, it's just because I like ER that we're like, oh, this person's on ER. This person's on ER. Like, it very well could be like Law & Order SVU. And then it would be every guest star. Oh, they were on Law & Order. They were on Law & Order. You know, it's just they're both just like those shows that like everyone goes on at some point.
1: Yeah. Oh, and another guest star in this episode is, I think they say his last name is Malamud, the douchey varsity guy that Kyle talks to. I'm assuming that's his last Malamud? name. That, yeah. So that he is played by an actor named Taryn Killam, who has some interesting credits to me, uh, particularly that for six or seven years, he was a background actor on SNL. So that's pretty cool. Um, Not an huh. SNL cast member, but you know, they have a... Ver- a variety of people that they use as like background actors for all those sketches oh, yeah, where they guy. need like sketches where they need a bunch of extra people who maybe even have a line or two but aren't really like an integral part of the sketch um and he yeah. also in 2020 so sometime during the pandemic was the narrator for a short film called nina the vampire slayer <gasps> couldn't really find any information what? about it other than that it exists and he was the narrator, but that's a thing. Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: He also, you know, now that I'm looking him up like as an adult, it's like, oh, yeah, I totally recognize this guy.
1: Mm-hmm. So we have this weird cold open situation. I'm going to call it a cold open because that's like it how is. they start Saturday Night Live. And it is. Yeah. It's like totally unconnected to the rest of the episode. We have this Maria in front of the chalkboard situation again where she breaks the fourth wall she talks directly to the audience to catch us up on the goings-on of Roswell but she is Maria not Mahandra, and I don't right. like it
0: she is in character and it's weird it's so weird. why is Maria acknowledging that there's an audience
1: yeah just give us a previously on also it's fine
0: like what is this like, She's it's called- it's an awesome dress, but it's also, like, it's, like, 60s, yes, 70s. she has a I'm- lot of
1: weird vintage clothes this season.
0: Yeah. Like yeah. She has had
1: a very 70s, 60s, 70s very. vintage vibe this year.
0: And this dress, like, I think took it a little, a little too far. This crossed <laughs> a little bit of a vintage clothes line for me, but mm-hmm. not a vintage clothes line, but it crossed a line.
1: <laughs> of vintage clothes.
0: Yeah. I also, as weird as this whole cold open thing is, I do feel like it was necessary, or like at least helpful, because there were a bunch of things.
1: Previously on. It's just a previously on that Maria is narrating. Okay, yes.
0: (laughs) Yes. So we did need a previously on. It didn't have to be a weird fourth wall, cold open thing.
1: And the thing that makes this even weirder to me, that they have chosen to continue this thing with maria is that then the the episode opens with liz going back to her diary which is something that we have not seen in a long time which is also a way that they can utilize Uh to give us backstory instead of a previously on and they have done both and i don't like either (laughs) Right,
0: <laughs> at least like the you know cheesy Liz's diary. Oh, I mean <clears throat> scientific journal. Yeah, uh, voiceover <laughs> is you know like nostalgic and it's familiar. But like this, yeah, this Maria thing is out of nowhere. And you know it was clearly it was a bold choice that they were making. It was just a bad one.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> they bold tried, choices you know?
1: aren't always right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but they tried. So yeah voiceover Liz she's She's back back. she's
1: back she's been gone for a year according to her and I'm wondering I did not have a chance to like go back and actually check when was the last time we did have a Liz voiceover yeah I felt like it was earlier in season one But maybe I do kind of remember them revisiting that idea later in the season. So maybe it has been about a year. Yeah, maybe. And we see this imagery of Liz dancing on like, to me, what looks like a fancy like dance floor or like theater stage or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's talking about. Liz things and and how her brain works and how she's Mm -hmm. discovering things in her scientific way while she dances.
0: (laughs) And this is where the digs at Sean begin. Mm -hmm. Because there are digs at Sean throughout this entire episode.
1: Yeah. I don't know why he puts up with it.
0: I don't either. I don't know like what he did to deserve it. In fact, I know that he didn't. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm just going to stand up right now and say I am all for Sean DeLuca. (laughs) I love him. He's so cute. And like, (laughs) you know, she says in this opening here, she's like something about him being the least deep guy in America. It's like, who knew like a really deep thing would come from the least deep guy in America? It's like, who says he's the least deep? He's been through some shit. Yeah. What about the writing in Mustard? That wasn't not deep. (laughs) It was kind of hokey, but. It's hokey, sure, but like he, you know, has come up with coping strategies with all the tough shit he's been through. Yeah, I don't know.
1: That's true. And then the episode more or less opens after our multiple weird, you know, expositions <laughs> yeah. and previous Leons. Uh, we're in Sean's car and uh, Liz is hanging out with Sean for mm-hmm. some reason. You know? It looks like
0: it's like a date.
1: It does almost kind of seem like it's a date. And here's my note for this scene this whole scene is just one big cliche. Like, I feel like everything that comes out of both of their mouths is just so, <laughs> so cliche. I think you're a really nice guy. You make me feel things. Blah, blah. It's just all so cliche. Uh huh. <laughs> You know, right down to him. I mean, she's definitely giving him signs. And then him, like, uh, she says something else that, like, you know gives the impression that she is interested in more even though you're a really nice guy is something you always tell somebody before you're about to break up with them or tell them that you're not interested so there's like so many mixed Although signals. the
0: way she said it like i wouldn't have necessarily been like oh she's about to let him down like she was like <laughs> she, was like i don't care what anyone else says i think I you're think a you're good really- guy yeah
1: that's true but yeah, it's all so cliche, you know,
0: and like also because she when she told Maria about the kiss, you know, she told her she was like, I was just trying to let him down easy. And then he yeah. kissed me. And it's like, <laughs> I didn't see you trying to let him down easy. I told I saw you saying goodnight. Bye, yeah. Sean. Good night. And
1: then lingering.
0: Yeah. Good night linger. at the end of a date is like often when a kiss happens. Yeah, and so if like, you
1: linger and don't say good night and get out of the car
0: and then open the door and get out.
1: Yeah. And then she's
0: definitely kissing him back. Absolutely. Which like she does kind of admit to Maria.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, by not saying anything, she admits yeah. to Maria.
0: Oh, yeah, and Maria absolutely got that. Like, ooh. Yeah.
1: But the end of this scene is what starts for me, even though this is not one of my favorite episodes. I think Shiri has some really wonderful acting moments in this episode. So does hmm. so does Mahandra later on, but um just when she breaks away from when she does break away from the kiss and turns away, she has this just this yeah. sad, tearful look on her face, and it just breaks my heart because Life is complicated sometimes. It's not easy. Like, you can have feelings for this person and still not be over another person, and that can feel complicated and painful. Even if you feel like you've lost somebody, you might not be, your heart isn't necessarily ready to move on.
0: And Mm -hmm. Shiri's
1: face in that moment, it just, like, takes my heart out and, like, rips it up into little pieces.
0: Oh yeah, no. Her, you're so right. Her face acting, I know exactly the facial expression Mm -hmm. you're talking about. It was really it like said said it all, and I feel like it said so many things. Also, because I feel like another one of the like things that I took from her looking, you know, her discomfort in that moment was also you know everything that you said of like her own feelings and like what am I doing? I still have feelings for Max, but then also maybe also her being like, what am I doing? Like leading him on like i was kissing him back and like that's not fair to him of like i'm making this guy think i like him and i don't yeah or whatever whatever or i don't want to let
1: myself like him and do i like him i can't like him i love max there's like there's so much going on in in liz's you know imaginary brain and shiri is doing a great job of of showing all of that without even saying anything
0: yeah yeah she's great it was really good, so Dido, take it away.
1: yeah, girl.
0: um, and then our obligatory bathroom telling your best <laughs> friend that you kissed her cousin, you know that that old yeah. tale.
1: No big deal. I just made out with I didn't he kissed me. I didn't want him to, but you didn't want him to, right? oh maybe I wanted him to
0: <laughs> also um a little. Little homage to the Latina yes. in Mahadra Delfino. Kick like,
1: him in the huevos. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, a swift kick to the huevos. Yeah. <laughs> and you could tell listening to it that she actually speaks Spanish. You know, she's not like a white girl being like huevos. Yeah. Huevos.
1: <laughs> like you me know. saying that word? <laughs> well, because you don't speak Spanish. there's nothing do. wrong
0: with pronouncing it that way. It's just that she speaks Spanish. Um, yeah, it's, not, it's always nice to hear her speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So not only... May I say, did Liz kiss him back? But it looked like a decent kiss.
1: Yeah. It was not a like, a little like peck back. Like, oh, she was into it for a few seconds. For sure. And Liz is talking here about how she spent two years of her life back and forth with Max. And I am not a dreamer. And I just say, it's time to cut the damn cord, Liz, and move on.
0: Yep. Which I think, like, She is maybe kind of realizing, yeah, or like trying to make herself realize, yeah, but we'll get to that. Obviously, that comes later. But first, in the hallway, Max is telling Michael about how he is remembering more stuff Mm -hmm. from their planet, which I think at this point we know that it's called Antar, yeah. And fucking Michael, his first question is, What are the chicks like? (laughs) and then, and then a split second later, is like, Yeah, ephemeral. Like transient, blah, blah, blah. Of course. I know what ephemeral means. I'm living it. Yeah. It's like he goes from like being a typical teenage boy to like, you know, a literary genius.
1: From one spectrum to the other. I
0: I know. And that's what's so great about Michael, you know?
1: Yeah. He I, is
0: all of these things at once.
1: And and we see that in him more throughout this episode, that he is sometimes very unexpected and very caring when we think that he's kind of callous and cold-hearted. And, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I love him so much.
0: I know. It's like you just can't get enough of him. Yeah. And I, we, I mean, and that's a thing we're seeing more in this season in general. You know, we just saw it in Viva Las Vegas with him being mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm gonna go to get a cheeseburger. And, you know, like seemingly being an asshole, um, when really he was, you know, doing that sweet thing for Maria. Yeah. So it seems like more and more he's, like, kind of growing up and and Mm -hmm. doing loving things for the people around him. Yeah. Specifically Maria. And sad little Isabel spying on people in the library.
1: (laughs) Yeah, totally just spying on other students. She's overhearing a little bit of a promposal and, like... Leaning in and looking
0: through the books,
1: like little spy time. Smiling for them. Yeah. Oh, poor Izzy. No date. No boyfriend. Hottest girl in school has nobody to love.
0: (laughs) Um, this conversation in the hallway in this next scene between Mm -hmm. Maria and Michael cracks me up. Like it. (laughs) It's sad, but also Maria cracks me up. Because he's like, I don't believe in proms. Like, it's unnatural. And her response is to be like, well, I think it's unnatural that you're half alien warrior and half grandpa Dupree.
1: <laughs> but I still go with it, dude. <laughs> yeah. She's like, but,
0: but you don't see me complaining. <laughs> uh, yes.
1: And then also Maria says something about prom being one of the five greatest nights of a girl's life. And I don't remember feeling this way about Prom or dances in general. Even when I was in high school, when everything mm. does feel like life or death, and everything feels so important, even at that age, I didn't think that that was going to be one of the most important nights of my life.
0: But no.
1: you know, that's fine.
0: I found prom, and I went to like a few proms. Me too. You know, because we had like junior prom, senior prom, and I like went with a friend um, to her prom. But it uh, it was just all underwhelming. Yeah, you know, all these shows and stuff make it be like. Make it seem like it's gonna be like a magical night, and like it's just a dance.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. but prom leads Maria and Michael to be fighting and snippy with each other as usual. Yeah, um, throwing the tension high for those two.
0: Like, fine then, we'll see other people. Yeah. Fine. Yeah, and they just like go off in their separate ways.
1: Yeah, Come from on, guys. zero to break up in three point five seconds. Like, yeah. Oh, and then now, like, you know, right off the bat, pretty early in the episode is when we get introduced to this uh, D-bag. What's his name? Uh, Malamud. Mm -hmm. Malamud the D-bag. Kyle's varsity bro dude friend. And uh, he is a total tool and I do not like him. My notes are just like, I don't like this tool. What a tool. What a tool. That's all my notes. (laughs)
0: Not only is he, like, being gross and misogynistic, he also, like goes up to Kyle and is like, oh, you're still doing this Hinduism thing? Yeah. When it like, the book says Buddhism. it's right like Buddha. It. Right on it. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't like him. Like, I know the teachers in Roswell aren't that great. And like, <laughs> you know, sometimes they're just like actually undercover FBI agents or yeah. just like focused way too much on exposition of the story of what's going on in the teenagers' lives. But I would think that he would know the difference between Hinduism and Buddhism.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would hope so. And then we head outside where we witness another... Prom invite mm-hmm.
0: that
1: Max and Liz see and are super awkward about it. And Yep. Liz tells Max she bought a prom dress a year ago when they were together and they just had their first kiss. And <laughs> I mean, I know Liz is, like, very pragmatic and organized, but, like... But
0: this seems not pragmatic.
1: My friend, that's a little intense to have bought your prom dress a year ago. Fashions change. You don't know if you're going to want to wear that prom dress a year later.
0: Fashions change. Your body can change. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get that she's, like, organized, but it doesn't seem necessarily pragmatic or, like, practical... Yeah. You know?
1: I mean, I, for my senior prom, I had already bought a dress and then decided that wasn't the dress I wanted to wear and took it back and exchanged it for a different dress. And that's like in a matter of weeks, like a year later.
0: A year. Yeah. <laughs> I would have like forgotten that I bought one already. Lost it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> back the- shoved in the back <laughs> of the closet.
0: Um, And so they decide to go together. Yeah, they do. Like, oh, yeah. You know, we can just go. Just go to have a good time.
1: Yeah. It's true. You can just go with your friends, but they are not just friends. They are wounded, like, lovesick puppies. Yeah. Uh, but this is another scene where I love Shiri's acting. Her face acting is so
0: good. Like when he starts to talk about remembering yeah. things. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you remember, you know, Michael and Isabel? And she says, and what about Tess? Yeah. And he says, her too. Yeah. And then she says, that's great. That's
1: great. But yeah, even leading up to that, just her facial expressions, like really, she's doing a good job of telling the story between her lines, which is, Mm -hmm. you know, and especially if somebody tuned into just this episode and wasn't familiar with their whole backstory, they were gonna, you know, and somehow missed that exposition at the beginning. They would still know that there's a history there and that this is not an easy situation for her to be in. Right. And now it's the next morning and Liz has missed the bus. And I guess this is a city where there's no like actual school bus because it seems like she just was catching the city bus. Because I yeah. don't know about y'all, but like if I missed my school bus, there's not another one in 30 minutes. I feel like that's a city bus thing. But I also know that yeah. there are some cities where there is no school bus like my second high school i went to there was actually no school buses but like if you were a student you could get it was
0: you get like a pass yeah
1: i think you could get you could get a pass for the city bus for free or Mm -hmm. like super discounted or something because the actual um map of what area the school covered was so small um that nothing was Mm -hmm. very far away uh, if you were actually or the district, what the district covered yeah. was so small because they had it wasn't a charter school, but they did have a lot of out of district transfers for their arts programs. Their actual district was very small because they accommodated a lot of out of district students. So yeah. they just didn't have school buses.
0: Right. Because it's not like they can bring those school buses to the out of district. Yeah. Students and anyway. the people
1: who were in district lived so close they could so walk. Close. But yeah,
0: um, I wrote. Sean, he is her knight in green patched armor.
1: (laughs) I do love his funky little bug, though. It's fun. Yeah,
0: me too. And it's also like part of what I like about Sean, I think, that he's like, there's nothing like fancy. He's like a down to earth, just kind of like, you know, he doesn't have a fancy car. It's not really about the way it looks. It's like he has a car and that's great. Like not everybody has the ability to pick people up and give them rides to almost school.
1: Yeah. <laughs> to almost school.
0: I like it. it's like utilitarian mm-hmm. and uh
1: I mean I think that car is more fun than than the Jetta that, Mar- yeah. that Maria and her mom drive.
0: Mhm. So yeah. I like that car. This
1: scene makes me wonder again, what did Sean actually do to get landed in juvie that he's also now not allowed to be near the school? Did he like do some major prank or vandalism at the school that like was somehow like unsafe to people, you know, more than just like standard vandalism?
0: Yeah, because the only other thing that would make you like not able to be near a school is like horrible things. You know, so I'm thinking, yeah, it's like he stole something from the school or vandalized or like, yeah, something. Yeah, or
1: called in a bomb threat or, you know, it could have even been some sort of stupid prank like that or.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I don't you think know. it was, like, hurting anybody. Yeah.
1: But even if it could have, like, potentially hurt or gave the impression of potential hurt, like, a bomb threat, like, you yeah. could get in pretty big trouble for that, I feel like.
0: I have so many feelings about this scene, this conversation.
1: <laughs> yeah. First of all, like. I have a lot, too.
0: I don't know why he's just, like, apologizing to her. Like, sorry that I kissed you. Yeah. Yeah. That I misread the signs. I mean. Right. But how does he know? How does he know to apologize? Yeah. Because like from his perspective, it could just be like, I leaned in and I kissed her and she kissed me back. Yeah. Great. Unless Maria was like, how dare you kiss Liz? You know? And then he would be like, I'm sorry. I, you know, but just like, you know, kind of what sparked him to.
1: Apologize. Yeah. Feel the need to apologize. Unless, I mean, he saw her crying afterwards. Unless he saw her face. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: True. True. But it seemed like she was like, you know, hiding her face from him. Yeah. Um, Also, why did he offer her a ride to school when he can't give her a ride to school? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, two blocks away, still a lot closer. But also, no, three more things I want to say about this scene and then you can. When he said, when he kissed her was the first time I've ever felt at home in this town. So melodramatic. And that is exactly her type. So there should not be a problem there. What is a problem is when he said... I don't feed off another man's taco platter. That was a problem. I don't like it. That was a big, <laughs> big problem for me. Yeah, me too. For For many reasons. Yeah. It's like, excuse me, taco, like, we don't need that imagery. Also, what she's, his belonging, like, food? Yeah. Please. Don't like um, it. And then also, I just, I found it, just, uh, Shiri Appleby's delivery of Liz's, like, defense of Max. <laughs> He's an incredibly, incredibly honorable yeah, guy.
1: this is not one of her finer acting moments. There, there are a <laughs> lot of moments that I love of her acting in this episode, and that is not one of them.
0: <laughs> so that's all I have to say about the scene, Lorena, What would you like to say?
1: That's basically you. You hit all of my. You hit all of my points. I'm not. I'm not here for the taco platter illusion. <sighs> Uh, I also don't like this jacket That Liz is in in this scene She's worn it in a bunch of episodes now And I'm not into it It's like a
0: grandma jacket yeah, But not in a good way Yeah
1: it's like tapestry bag material Or I mean I guess I could just say tapestry material Which is what like (laughs) bags are made out of And also like tapestries
0: Um, And tapestry jackets Yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's upholstery uh, yeah. is what it is for sure anyway yeah yeah no it's pretty awful and I'm glad that you brought it up yeah
1: she's worn it in multiple episodes now and I don't think that I have mentioned how much I dislike it and every time I see it I'm like again again with this ugly jacket
0: yeah yeah I I thought we had seen it yeah, before we have. <laughs> let's be done with this scene, yeah shall we
1: So we head back to the lockers and we head back to Maria and Michael again. And I do just love Maria's little sassy way of like Mm -hmm. taking control of the situation. Like, I know we fought yesterday, but like, I'm going to do you a solid, bro. And like, you can take me out to dinner. I think it's really big of me. Like, yeah. Like I know we fought and it was all your fault, but like uh-huh. I'll forgive. Like I'm forgiving you. Look how nice I am. It's
0: like sure, okay, I'll forgive you. When like he never asked yeah. for forgiveness, yeah. but she just like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he probably doesn't think he needs forgiveness. He probably thinks that the argument was her fault because she's so unreasonable or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> But I, I just love Maria's, like, sassy little way.
0: Um, And it just, you know, it kind of is sad, like, her being sassy, but also, like, you know, part of what makes someone feel comfortable to be sassy like this is feeling confident mm-hmm. in the relationship. Yeah. That, like, she can be, like, jokingly, like, okay, I'll forgive you. Take me out to eat. Yeah. You know? And so it kind of is hard to see. Yeah.
1: For all the fighting they have, she's very confident in the relationship and that he does really yeah. love her because he shows it repeatedly that he does actually love her. For sure. Even if he doesn't say it.
0: But so that it, that made it, you know, kind of hard to watch of like her being so confident and like, I know we fought, but blah, 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 you still love me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I can't. I have plans. Yeah. Bye.
1: You know?
0: and of course like we know later on like it was actually all you know for her but it it's hard to watch
1: yeah you know what else is hard to watch isabel fishing oh for alex to invite her to the prom just like fishing, After breaking fishing, his heart last year like let me put this bait over you are you gonna cat like am i gonna get a catch maybe maybe it's like please. putting the bait
0: over him slash like yeah shoving like slapping <laughs> his face with that worm you know take the bait take the bait it's just like it's not fair no it's she not. broke his heart yeah he like finally was happy like met someone else moved on and now she's like blah, blah, take me yeah and i'm so proud of him yes i am so proud of him Ugh. for being direct Totally reasonable and respectful mm-hmm. in the way that he delivered the information, but like direct and, and strong being like, no, I'm not going to do that.
1: Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Alex never ceases to amaze in his loveliness.
0: He's the best.
1: <sighs> and then we head to Kyle's room, Tess's room, whoever's room it is, the Valenti household.
0: I think it's Tess's room. That's yeah. what I remember. I mean, anyway. well, it's
1: Tess's room now. But, it, I mean, we know that Kyle is letting Tess stay in his room, and he's been living, I guess, in the living room, oh, right. sleeping yeah. on the couch. I see. And there's a little detail that I loved, and that's when they flash over to the door, because he's coming in. You see crutches leaned behind the door, because Kyle broke his leg in the first season, and the crutches are still sitting in the mm-hmm. corner of the room. And this is where I say good on the set dressing crew.
0: I'm I just must applaud yeah. because
1: it was such a good
0: little detail. For all the shit we give them, especially <laughs> when it comes to the Valenti yes. house, for like lack of consistency, like this this is pretty great. Yeah.
1: And I do think their consistency in the Valenti house has gotten better this season, but season one, it was really all over the map. It was like oh, we're never going to go to their house again. Like, whoops, we went to their house again. Let's make a new set. Like, I feel like it has become a more consistent set in the, on the lot this season. And, mm-hmm. you know, a permanent yes. a permanent place that they have kept. But yeah, I liked seeing that little detail because I was like, oh, yeah, Kyle did. Because at first I was like, are those crutches? Why are there crutches? That's a weird detail. Oh, yeah. Kyle broke his leg in season one for mm-hmm.
0: like an episode. Which, um, take it from someone who has had a broken leg. Doesn't just last for an episode. Yeah, no. <laughs> broken and, and I've had a broken arm, too. Also not just no, an episode. A broken leg is no joke. Yeah. So, anyway, Trudy McIntyre, huh? She's cute,
1: hot, she's whatever cute. Tess
0: says. <laughs> yeah, she's cute. It's like, oh, great, add another one to the list with Vicky Delaney. Yeah. Our poor baby girl, yeah. Vicky. Yeah, poor Vicky. Ugh. Let's just take a moment. Must have been a baby. I hope Kyle didn't break your heart, Vicky Delaney. We won't
1: forget you. But Kyle doesn't want to take Trudy to prom this year or Vicky
0: Delaney. He wants to take Tess. Aww. Yeah. And it's sweet. His reasoning is sweet. Yeah. It's like it, because he knows her and you know, would have a good time with yeah. her.
1: And Tess does not look like she's really that excited about it, but she yeah, says yes like, anyway. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think, I feel like there could be two reasons for her not being excited about it, which one of which we kind of see later of her being like, yeah, I don't care about this stuff. Yeah. This stuff doesn't matter. Um, And then also would be the other one being like that she was hoping Max would ask yeah. her. Yeah, which he does not. Nope. So Maria.
1: Maria, Maria, Maria.
0: I know. Back to her old ways of like snooping.
1: Oh, yeah. She and she convinces Liz to join her in breaking in Michael's house to try and find out if he's got a woman on the side. And, you know, uses that old spy pencil rubbing technique to like find some notes on a notepad that's conveniently by the phone. And of course, it would be the name of a woman and an address, I believe, right?
0: Yep. Juanita. <laughs> Of all names. Yeah. I mean, what kind of... Like, oh, now is when they choose to acknowledge the presence of Latinos in yeah. Roswell.
1: And when it could be, you know,
0: the other woman. A home wrecker, yeah. as Maria puts it. I
1: mean, I hope it's because she's like a fierce Latin ballroom dancer.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's why. I don't think that they're like <laughs> purposely like, oh, let's make sure the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> let's make sure to paint Latinos in a bad light.
1: Maybe Michael just has a type. Oh. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> sassy latina women i mean maria's definitely sassy Hmm. i mean we don't i i think juanita's a little sassy too because he later says that she told him he's unteachable which I is a little so, bit yeah. uh a little sassy <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so they head off to that address they find and they see michael in uh in juanita's house and
0: you know that ain't good in each other's arms yep And Liz is just going on and on about her own problems. Yep.
1: Yes, she is. As they're
0: staking out this house and, like, is talking about her own problems as Maria is seeing, like, her boyfriend in the arms of another woman.
1: I feel like this is something we see a lot in TV shows where, like, the protagonist is really not always that great of a friend. Mm -hmm. Like... The main person is like really kind of caught up in their own life and not the best friend when your friend yeah. really needs it.
0: Totally, you do see that a lot, and especially with teenage mm-hmm. like yeah. characters, where yeah, like this, which makes sense. You know, like teenagers are figuring out their own shit and how to like take care of their own shit while also being there for other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is when we're back. what is it in Max's mm-hmm. room with Tess and Max, yeah. and and working on his, you know, memories. he brings it up to her. Yeah, she's like I don't care about prom. Yeah, he's
1: not concentrating, he's not focused. He's being pulled in direction two directions by both his lay days and you mm-hmm. know. I do like though that he's not I mean, he doesn't try and hide from her that he's going to prom with Liz. Like he is yeah. she's like you're distracted and he's like yeah, I am. This is what's going on. I do appreciate that about Max. But he doesn't mm-hmm. try and be secretive about it because we all know that would not go well either.
0: Right. Yeah, no, that was it was definitely a good call for him to just be like upfront about it with her. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we head back to Maria's car, which is where uh, Mahandra has her Oscar winning performance of the episode with her breakdown and upset over Michael. And it's just more really good acting. She's so distraught.
0: I also like Ugh. the writing a little because yes. you know she's like, "Why, why?" and she's like, "She really is." I mean, she's like heartbroken, devastated, mm-hmm. and then is like, "I wish I wasn't so smart." <laughs> you know, she's like, "I wish I never found out. I wish I wasn't so smart." Yeah, and I love that because it's so true to Maria. Like she's being funny while also mm-hmm. having these big feelings. Yeah,
1: and then. Uh, and i think it's important to note here that she like she wants liz to go ask max about what michael is up to because mm-hmm. we need a setup for liz to randomly show up at max's house when they are not together and they're not dating and they're trying to just be friends for her to show up at his house at night and witness his him hanging out with tess which also they are very dramatic about jello in this scene so dramatic I-
0: I thought it was so weird because he's (laughs) like, the way he says he's like, like, Jell-O, I remember. Yeah. When it was like a second before, she was like, it's not quite liquid, but not quite solid. It feels like,
1: you know, and it's like, well, yeah,
0: anybody could have guessed Jell-O. It's like, he says Jell-O and she's like, you do remember. But it's like, but you were just describing like You literally just
1: led him in that direction. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: But also, I... I don't know why it's like such a big thing that Liz is like like sees them together when it's like you know that they've been spending time yeah. together because she's been helping him remember. Yeah, like he he told you that.
1: I guess it doesn't make it any less painful though to see it with your own eyes, yeah, even if you know it, and have sure. been kind of like avoiding that topic mentally. Now, when it's literally in front of your eyes, it's harder to pretend and to see it's them not a like thing.
0: sitting there together, like on his bed yeah, in his hugging, bedroom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I hear that.
1: I meant to look up what ubiquitous ubiquitous meant, but I forgot. Do you know what it means or should I oh, look it up ubiquitous
0: means like kind of like omnipresent. It's like everywhere. Okay. Got it. All right. So it makes sense when she's like, Sean, you're so ubiquitous because yeah, like, like he just keeps showing got up. It. Cool. It's not necessarily the way I would use the word, <laughs> but I get what she was getting yeah. at. Yeah.
1: So Liz, yeah, accuses Sean of being ubiquitous.
0: Right? Yeah. And this is what I wrote again. What did Sean do wrong? Stop being so mean to him. She's yelling at him. I love him. Other than him. just,
1: like, be in the town where he lives.
0: Yeah. And he just, I mean, he's so patient with her. He
1: is very patient with her. And, like,
0: she doesn't deserve his patience. But it's nice of him. And
1: he's, yeah, very sweet. Because she literally has a meltdown. And, like, yells yeah. at him and is crying. and And he's just like, you want to go somewhere? Like... I got you.
0: And takes her on like the best date. Yes. How fun does that look?
1: Private bowling.
0: Especially a pandemic date. That would be a great one. Yeah. Nobody else in the place.
1: That'd be awesome.
0: You could even have like a distanced pandemic date where you're each bowling on a separate
1: (laughs) And you just talk to each other and get to know each other from three lanes away. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. I wonder if anyone's done that.
0: You just have to rent out a whole place, which these days, probably not so much money because yeah, places just want people to come in. Yeah. Um. Oh, so I was a little confused about Sean's theory. He's like, I have this theory. Mm-hmm. I figured you out. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really get, he's, he's like, if we're so different, why do I feel so much every time I look at you? Opposites attract. And I was like, that's not a theory.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: because you like her. Yeah. <laughs> but then like between that and you're suffocating, we both are. What like what did he say between that? Like what what was he talking about? I don't know <laughs> because that's all I got was like him be, like those the beginning like that and then the end of like you're suffocating. We both are. Oh, he,
1: I think he says you both are talking about her and Max.
0: Oh. I think you're right. I wrote we, but that makes more sense. You both are.
1: Because later then later Liz uses basically the same words with Max.
0: Right. No, that's why it's like, yeah. okay, but this is necessary to point out.
1: Yeah, he like goes on and on about a lot of stuff here. But you know, she even if she doesn't want to hear it, it is true. And I think she takes some of that to note because all of a sudden she's an amazing bowler. She stops Mm -hmm. throwing gutter balls and gets a strike because he is right on the money. They are both suffocating.
0: At the same time, like he just had this whole declaration and like put himself out there and she just like turns around and bowls. bowls. She doesn't even really respond. (laughs) And he goes and slides on the lane, which I've never done and I would love to do.
1: It looks so fun.
0: It looks so fun. And what I love the most is, because, you know, he's like, come slide with me. She's like, oh, I don't want to. Um, so he goes and slides and then turns back to her and smiles at her as if to say, like, come on. Mm-hmm. And that smile right then is like, I could I could marry the guy. <laughs> so cute. I love Sean DeLuca. Did, did I have I mentioned that?
1: Just like a once or twice. <laughs> And then we have just a quick little scene in Max's room with Max and Tess, and he's frustrated. He's not remembering what he wants to, blah, 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 boo-hoo-hoo, let's go to Alex's room instead. Yeah. Good plan.
0: <laughs> Alex is, you know, just being a little musician yeah, dude. Just
1: strumming away. Is he playing a bass or a regular guitar? I didn't quite catch.
0: I don't know. Yeah. Hard to tell. It's definitely a bass line that he is playing, but I'm not sure that that was a bass. Yeah.
1: That's kind of where I was at, too. I, I was like, it- it's definitely a low bass strum, but he could be doing that on a regular guitar.
0: Yeah. I would have to go back, but like thinking about it, I feel like he was playing a bass line on an mm-hmm. acoustic guitar. Probably. And, you know, a creepy knock on the window. Yeah.
1: You know, late at night. Uh, why doesn't anybody knock on front doors here in Roswell?
0: Because then you would have to- Talk to the parents. First of all, acknowledge that parents exist. Yeah. And second of all- you would need more of a set than just but, a But, like, when
1: have we ever seen Alex's room before? He could have just been sitting in a living room and answered the door, and parents need right. not even be in the scene. Right. You could hear dishwater running in the other room and problem solved, like...
0: Or just, like, not yeah. have parents there at all, because, like, that's... They could be
1: on a date night, whatever.
0: That's just a normal thing on this show. Yeah. <laughs> so it turns out Isabel's graduating early. Yeah. Like, out of nowhere, suddenly this is a thing. Yeah. And seems to be using it as a way to convince him to say yes to prom to what he already said yep. no to. Mm-hmm. Like, try, trying to, like, guilt him into asking her.
1: Oh, she is absolutely trying to guilt him. I'm,
0: like, so mad at her for this. Yeah. He he already said no, and it wasn't easy for him. I'm sure it wasn't. Like, the girl of his dreams wants you to take, you know, mm-hmm. wants him to take her to prom. Yeah. Ugh. So, you know, it was hard enough to say no the first time. He didn't say no the second time.
1: No, Which, he didn't. Fair.
0: I can't blame him.
1: Yeah, I don't blame him either.
0: She's Isabel Evans, for goodness and sake.
1: And he's also just the nicest guy and he, yeah. you know, aside from having had a crush on her, you know, and her blowing him off, he's just so nice and she's like pleading with him mm-hmm.
0: basically. But just like it's so presumptuous like for her to think that like There's no one else he might be wanting to ask. Yep. Or maybe someone else who who wants him to ask them. Yeah. You know, somebody who, like, actually values Alex. Don't be silly. I mean, well, it's not that she doesn't value (laughs) him. Like, she does value him.
1: (laughs) But yeah, her assumption that nobody else would place value on him because he's just a nerd. And then he wouldn't already have plans lined up because he's just nerdy Alex.
0: And oh, I didn't even bring this up that like in the, what was it, the library when they first had the conversation this episode, like the way she started it was like, oh, I think Brian blah, 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 blah is going to ask me to prom. When it's like, he wasn't even. like She didn't actually think he was going to. He already had plans with someone else. You know, it was like such a shitty way of being like... You should ask me by being like, well, someone else is going to ask me before you do. You know, so you just better like, like get your ugh.
1: shit together and ask me if you've just been shy yeah. about asking me. You know, I'd say yes. Like,
0: uh, you know what, dear listeners, you don't have to be a cis boy to ask someone to prom. If she wanted to go to prom with him, she should have just asked him to prom.
1: Yep, agreed. But fast forward to prom night, pre-prom party. <sighs> yeah.
0: At first, I was like, "Oh God, is the prom at the, the crashdown?" How weird. But then, oh yeah, no, wait, right.
1: <laughs> I love Maria's prom look so much. Oh
0: my god! I love her floral crown, hippie boho. Yes. I don't know. The floral crown, the hair, the dress—it's amazing. Yeah so also something that really caught my eye was kyle's vest vest is that what just like the vest part of the suit yeah. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't even know how to describe it just like you know this like weird shiny pattern interesting <laughs> shiny pattern yeah. yeah like where did you get this the local thrift store i mean
1: probably from the like tux I rent- love the it. tux rental place probably convinced him it yeah. was a good idea for some reason <laughs>
0: Um, And Jim and Amy. Yes. It's good that we got to see, like, just a little split second of, like, oh, yeah, this is still happening. This
1: this is still a thing. And I love Kyle and Maria just sort of, like, commiserating about all the places they've caught their parents making out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and that it, like, kind of, you know, flips the script as if it's, like, parents talking about their teenage kids being like, oh, the hormones. Yeah,
1: I thought that was a really cute little moment. (laughs) Definitely.
0: Definitely. And this is when Kyle first mentions, like, you know, Tess is hot, but for some reason I'm resistant. And he, like, still isn't quite sure why. Mm-hmm.
1: He hasn't really, yeah, hasn't quite realized yet that he just, she's family,
0: you know? Which I love. I love yeah. that whole storyline thing.
1: And Max and Liz enter, re-enter the crashdown at the same exact moment. And our beautiful musical interlude love, love theme of star-crossed lovers mm-hmm. plays and it's that same music. It's there. Yeah, it music. also
0: mentioned like the musical cue, yeah. the the like Max and Liz love yeah. theme, the emotional guitar music.
1: Oh, yeah. and Mama DeLuca wants to get some pictures of everybody before prom. Like I remember that of feeling. She like does. you just want to like have your dinner and do your thing, and like you know some grown ups trying to take pictures and get everybody together, and it's like, Mom,
0: stop it. But now all like however many years later yeah. and we're probably all like grateful for those grown-ups for being like, No, get together, take this yeah. picture.
1: Mm-hmm. Very true. And then she makes Sean take the picture and he looks so bummed.
0: Which like is sad, yeah. but also makes sense. Yeah. You know?
1: I mean he's he's the one sitting there that's not going to prom.
0: The outsider, yeah. yeah. Um, and this is actually I am not sure. There may have been laughs. <laughs> Before this, I wasn't watching that carefully, but this is the first laugh that I noted.
1: I don't remember it. And I
0: also noted that it seems that every time there's a big group picture, they laugh. <laughs> like in the, uh, you know, in the fancy dinner club and in Las Vegas also. Yeah.
1: And then we get the return of the Liz voiceover from her journal, and she has this strange premonition that this is the last time we would all be standing together. And I'm just gonna leave that at
0: that. It's like so daunting and serious, yeah. but okay. Guess we'll have to just like put a pin in mm-hmm. that and like remember it. Yeah. And then they go to prom. prom. It's like, oh, here's this like horrible thing that I just said, but <gasps> prom, prom, prom! Let's forget about that.
1: And like I feel like it prom is supposed to be taking place in the gym. Because like at the beginning, there's like some flooring that looks like it's supposed to be a basketball court. But here's what I have to say about that. The ceiling is way too low to be a Mm -hmm. gym the basketball court
0: oh the good ceiling point. is like
1: an eight or nine foot ceiling those balloons are like right over their heads sitting on the ceiling Yeah, where is this prom I mean obviously it's supposed to be in the gym because later we have scenes in the school hallway with the locker rooms and stuff right yeah so
0: you know douchey Malamud Ugh. is saying misogynistic things yeah. again and this is when Kyle finally realizes where his resistance yeah. came from when he's like hey don't talk about my sister like and it's that like,
1: oh what shit and it's like i just came to prom with my
0: sister <laughs> and who was actually surprised by that because like Nobody. i wasn't i mean especially like with the way it all went down last episode when jim came to get them mm-hmm. when it was like he yelled at tess like she was another kid of yep. his you know it's like she's family yep. and i love it
1: yeah and alex warns uh isabel not to be any more beguiling and, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, she's about to get more beguiling in a couple of scenes yeah, here. Yeah, she
0: doesn't fucking listen to him. Nope.
1: Ugh. And then, yeah, Liz and Max, so awkward.
0: Yep. Ugh.
1: And more more good Liz acting. She's so... Bah. This whole scene, just... Bah. Yeah. I mean, not because the acting is bad, just...
0: Oh, no, the acting's great. Yeah,
1: yeah. so it's hard to watch because the acting is great, because... Ugh, Liz is finally realizing that she needs to stop pretending, that she needs him to stop pretending, that they cannot be together. If he is going to continue yep. things with Tess and try and remember his past and work towards a future of going to that planet, they cannot be together.
0: You know, and she is really trying to convince both of mm-hmm. them. You know, she's talking to him as if she's trying to convince him to let go. But it's really I mean, she's trying to convince both of them that they need to move on and let go. Yeah. And, you know, has that callback to what Sean said and says, it feels like I'm suffocating.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, poor Liz.
0: And then the (laughs) return of our favorite secret hideaway, the Eraser 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 Room. room.
1: Welcome (laughs) back, Eraser Room. We've missed you. We
0: have missed you so much. And Kyle
1: has led Tess to the Eraser Room. Mm. But it's to tell her that he thinks of her as family. (laughs) And Tess is clearly so relieved, but also like feels like she needs to gently let him down. Where like he let him think that she did like him as more than brother, a uh, brother. Yeah. But she'll just have to learn how to deal with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm disappointed, but <laughs> but
1: I but I understand. And he laughs yeah. a little
0: bit. And then, um, oh, something we forgot to mention was when Liz and Max were on the dance floor um, at the end of their conversation, you know, Liz saw Maria kind of standing by yeah. herself and was like, oh, Maria, you know, we need to be with her. And then when we go back in, Maria and Liz are like dancing their butts oh, off having it. a great time. And so that is really yes, great to see. I love
1: seeing, yeah, just as friends embracing their friendship and. They don't need the men to have fun. They can have fun on their own because they're our best friends.
0: Yeah. Until. Until. A very slick yeah. looking Michael walks in. He cleans up nice.
1: A very hottie macot, black shirt on black mm-hmm. suit. Michael walks yeah. in.
0: Double O Michael. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Maria's like, no, I'm having fun. But Liz's like, no, you need to go talk yeah. to him. She's like. I followed you to your love pod. (laughs) And he says, you thought it was some chick I was boffing? Who wrote this?
1: (laughs) What are these words? (laughs) Love pod boffing? Boffing? Like, boff.
0: And she laughs during this conversation and it becomes clear that, you know, he was not cheating. Quite the opposite. a
1: dance teacher. It's so sweet. He's just a big secret teddy bear. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. And Juanita deemed him unteachable. So if... Uh, but at risk of personal yeah. <laughs> injury,
0: would you like to mm-hmm. dance?
1: And now Max has wandered out of the dance because he's all bummed that, you know, Liz was finally honest with him and, and he has to come to terms with that. And...
0: But wasn't he the one this whole time being like, we can't be together and she wanted to be? It's been so back and forth. I like
1: can't well, keep Because I feel like for a
0: while it was like, she was like no and he was like but please yeah and then it's and the, oh and then the future max thing happened
1: and then she's still and then, like, like no
0: she broke his heart and then she wanted to be with him but he's like no because he broke my yeah.
1: heart it's just been so back and Whatever. forth yeah
0: uh, will they won't they? it's not a bad call to be like we should move yeah. on
1: <laughs> i mean they've been through a lot emotionally um and at the end of the day he wants to return to his home planet and be the king where tess is his queen and where liz cannot go assumably right she does not have the right molecular makeup to be able to survive on another planet right. um so yeah he's thinking it over
0: what is not cool though is that he is talking to tess about like being upset about liz and him being over yeah i think on on his part Tess obviously has feelings for him, you know? So, like, don't talk to somebody who has feelings for you. About the
1: other girl that you have feelings for. About
0: being sad about another relationship ending. And then also, on her part, like, she is, like, kind of taking advantage of him and his sad time.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, just all around shitty behavior. Mm
1: -hmm. And some more behavior that we don't love to see is... Isabel kissing Alex. I mean, I wanna, like, my little teenage heart wants to squee, like, that it's, that he is finally getting the girl, but this whole episode, he's been asking her to give him space still, even when he then relents and agrees to take her to prom, he still has, you know, sort of jokingly, but was like, I need you to cool it. Like, yeah, we're here together, but like, and you look beautiful. And I'm going to say you look beautiful because it's true. But that's we're just here as friends. And then she goes in for the kill.
0: (sighs) Yeah. And and I feel like she even says something acknowledging Mm -hmm. that she's like not supposed to. like I know you don't want me to do this, but hey, if somebody doesn't want you to kiss them, don't kiss them. Don't kiss them. Right. Consent is important for many reasons. There are many reasons people don't give consent. Right. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not always because like they aren't into you and don't want to kiss you. Like he isn't to her, obviously wants to kiss her, but he doesn't want to, you know, to protect himself. So fuck you, Isabel. (sighs) And, you know, I do not say those words lightly because I fucking love Isabel Evans. But like, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm mad at her.
1: (sighs) And now everyone is coupled back up. Except for Liz is sitting there by herself mm-hmm. watching Alex and Izzy together, watching Michael and Maria together, and then she wanders out into the hallway and sees Max and Tess kissing.
0: Mm-hmm. Ugh. Which like I has got to hurt. I yeah. do get that. To be fair, she did just say that they need to move on and let go.
1: But yeah, literally like two minutes later, he has moved on and let go and is kissing somebody else. Like yes. that's Ouch. not Ouch. what you want to see.
0: Also, it annoyed me because, you know, they're talking about like, he's like, I remembered our first kiss. And Tess is like, yeah, and I leaned in and I whispered in your ear. What did she whisper in his ear? Doesn't matter. What did she whisper? I
1: want to know. Maybe she whispered, kiss me. Maybe she whispered. Let's go get burgers.
0: (laughs) What all men want to hear.
1: Let's go swimming in (laughs) Jell-O.
0: Oh my god, I would love to swim in Jell-O.
1: I would totes swim in Jell-O. If I ever had the opportunity, 10 out of 10 would do. Absolutely. Liz takes off to the bowling alley to go follow up with uh, Sean now that... She's really had her heart broken by Max, even though she just told him that they shouldn't be together and that he's suffocating her. I mean, like you said, Eliza, though, uh-huh. she still doesn't want to see him kissing somebody else after like two
0: minutes. Right. Feelings are not black and white. You know, like it's, of course, she can feel, you know, she can feel however she needs to yeah. feel. What she can't do, in my opinion... Is fuck with Sean DeLuca. But
1: she is. She is definitely. Because
0: it's not about Sean. It's about Max. And she goes. She goes running to Sean. I've chosen you. And it's like, no, you just, you know, are coming over to him because you saw Max kissing someone else.
1: And where else would Sean be? But at the bowling alley, of course, I guess.
0: Just waiting for her. Just at the bowling alley. Yeah, just hanging out. Waiting for her all the time.
1: And uh, she's just going to bury her pain with a new guy. But I mean, plenty of people do that in real life, too. Yep. And we get a nice little, you know, some more little journaling narrative. We can't tell our hearts what to feel. Very true. Very true, Liz. And uh, she dances away down the bowling lanes. It's cute. And then this made me realize, I was like, oh, at the beginning, I thought she was like having sort of a dream sequence of like dancing on a stage or something. And I didn't quite get it. But then at the end, you're like, oh, Oh, she's on the bowling lanes. This makes bowling sense. Alley. We have come full
0: circle. Yeah, yeah.
1: We have heard the story of Prom.
0: I am glad the episode's over cuz I don't love this one. It has me mad at Liz, it has me mad at uh mm-hmm. Isabel. I'm just Yeah. I do like that there was so much kissing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There is a lot of kissing. There's a lot of good face acting. There are things to love about rewatching this episode.
0: Definitely. That one smile Sean gives her.
1: Yeah. Speaking of things to love, um, do you have thoughts for Hot and Saucy?
0: Now let's see who's hot and saucy. Yeah, I mean, my only thought, and because I feel like I have to, like, because I have to pick <laughs> it. It's always hot for somebody to value themselves and uh, know their mm-hmm. worth, and it it is a little saucy to be like, you know, I used to want you, but you know what? Now, whatever, what what mm-hmm. Alex said when Alex, you know, I got <laughs> it's you. Like, How I, do got I say you. This? That can't have been an easy thing to do, and it was hot and it was saucy. Nice.
1: My hot moment is. Mr. Formerly spiky hair showing up at prom in the black shirt with the black suit and exposing his his gooey inside with that he took dance lessons for Maria because he knew that it was important to her Mm -hmm. and that even though he's terrible at it, he has shown up anyway and is ready to dance. That's my my hot moment, my hot take.
0: That is a good one. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We'll be back in two weeks on Tuesday, June 1st with Season 2, Episode 17, Cry Your Name. You can
1: always find us on all of the things. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Roswell Hot Sauce. We are on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Roswell Hot Sauce. You can shoot us an email at you guessed it, Sauce at gmail.com and our website, where you can find bios about us as well as show notes and information and all that good stuff, roswellhotsauce.com.
0: Pass the Hot Sauce is produced and edited by Ashley Hullett. Our theme music is by David Belcourt, and our logo was designed by Billy Murray. Until next time! Transient, fleeting, and permanent,
1: I know what ephemeral means, Maxwell, to my life.